find out what's making you sick and how to heal. Anthony William is the medical medium. Hello, I'm Anthony William, and you're listening to the Medical Medium Radio Show, where each week I talk about the most advanced healing information and secrets about health, much of which is not found anywhere else and is decades ahead of what's out there now. As I've always said, who has 10 or 20, 30 years to wait for any answers to their illnesses? You know, there's no time to spare. There's no time to waste at all when we're, we're dealing with any kind of health problem whatsoever. Today's show is about insomnia, but insomnia related to the thyroid. You know, the thyroid healing book has a section in it. It's, um, it's a sleep section. Insomnia is in there. It's, it's anything sleep is in there. It's a section in the book. And so if you, you know, you should check it out. You should get a copy of thyroid healing because I think this can be really helpful. Now, why would I put a insomnia like section in a thyroid book? Because one of the great mistakes happening right now is any kind of sleep problems are now being thrown into the thyroid affiliation. Like, oh, well, no, that's because of your thyroid. Oh, no, that's because of your Hashimoto's. Oh, no, that your insomnia is because of your thyroid problem. Once again, a whole nother mistake occurring because it's a symptom happening for people and they happen to also have a thyroid problem. We're going to talk about that and what's going on. So it, it had to be put in there and really and really fleshed out. It had to be done. So this is really a, an important topic is insomnia because we need our sleep. We need our sleep. It's, it's so important to have our sleep. So this is the only show anywhere where the information here isn't contaminated by old interest group, medical funding stuff, strings attached to botch research with the old thumb on the scale because money was paid for and put in and someone had to end up with some kind of result. So a thumb was put on a scale. These are the old grandfathered laws, the old mistakes of autoimmune and everything else that we have that still we deal with today where everybody believes in these old theories that grandfathered in. This is the only show that doesn't have all that internal kickback connected to it in the information we share spirit and I share this doesn't have the persuaded belief systems and I talk about that persuaded belief systems is trickier than you even know that means that if there is an organization that does work for something in the medical field or in any field and then you got people that are working for that organization and they're 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 persuaded in believing in whatever that whole thing is you can't crack that you can't crack them you can't They'll go, they'll go to their grave believing, believing whatever that misinformation was that, that whatever organization they worked for, whatever it is, you can't crack into that. They'll stay like that to the day they die, and they'll, they'll still be playing with misinformation all along the way. And, and, and that's how powerful persuaded belief systems are in the medical arena, both alternative and conventional. Private panels of influencers in alternative medicine. See, med alternative medicine used to be clean and free. And fancy free and safe, meaning safe. The information was clean and free. It wasn't contaminated. And now it finally is. Things got so bad. There's private panels of influencers organized behind some of the information, a lot of it that comes out in the alternative medicine field, all to align itself to key in, into a direction for reasons that are agenda driven in all medicine. 
and trendy traps, and we're not going to do any of that on this show. What we do on this show, it's information that's above it all. It comes from a clean source, a clean, untampered with, uncontaminated source, source that was given to me since the age four and that's when it all started. So if you're new to the show, you need to know what's going on here. It's important to know. So this information, it's free. It's not burdened. It's not overburdened by misinformation that's still contaminated and going in the internet and in other books. But brand new books coming out in the medical arena, brand new books and alternative in, in regular conventional medicine with misinformation left and right. How can I say that? How can I say that? Well, just look at autoimmune, that alone. The body doesn't attack itself. I've explained it in thyroid healing, perfectly clear of how it works and what happened. And that's still in all the books coming out today. That means contaminated grandfathered information. This is an example. And it stops you from healing. It gets in your way and it stops you from healing. That's how it works. We don't play in that arena. So we're dealing with truth here and real truth. There's a difference between truth that isn't real and truth that's real. And that's the whole deal. This isn't my truth. This is a truth from the source a truth, the source that was given me the information since I was younger. So this isn't just my truth. I'm carrying it around and I want to share my truth. And maybe my truth is right. Maybe my truth is wrong. Maybe my truth is, could be kind of half right, half wrong. There's could be some jewels in there that are right. And some, some other things that are kind of some rocks in there that are wrong. No, that's not it at all. This isn't my truth. This is the truth of a divine source that was given to me. And that's why I've helped tens of thousands of people recover since I was young, recover and re bring their lives back with information that's turned their lives around. And, that, and go to Instagram, see the healing stories, go look and see the healing stories. They're out there. You can do that too. You should check that out and, and, and take a look anyway at Facebook. And I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram and I'm, I'm playing around on, on there. So, you know, I remember I was on Facebook and someone said, is this really you? You don't have time for this. Is this really you on Facebook? This isn't, this isn't Anthony William. There's no way. And I, and, I, and I typed back, it's me with a heart. And then somebody else said, it's definitely not him. Anthony William put, wouldn't put, be putting out hearts on Facebook. Yeah, I like the emoji, the heart emoji. I think it's a wonderful one. So it's it's pretty funny. So yeah, I'm on Facebook and everything. If you ask a question that's that's really really complicated and and I, I I you know and I can't type out a a chapter's worth of information to answer it so just please don't be upset if I just if I just if I don't answer it the way you you know that you really wanna want the whole thing done okay so just bear with me on that <laughs> anyway so here we are we're talking about insomnia sleeping issues sleeping disorders. And we're going to go into that. So you know what I like about when you when it, when you if you go to an expert and you say what causes insomnia, you know, and and you do get some pretty good answers. They'll say grief. They'll say you know. They'll say uh, grief. They'll say anger. They'll say worry, and and they're right. That is that is part of it. It's part of it. You know. So at least you get that out of somebody. Right. And then oh, anxiety and depression can cause sleeping problems. You know, they'll say that. And that's that's pretty good. 
And if someone's got a chronic illness and they're in a lot of pain, pain will keep somebody from sleeping. That's, that's good. Meaning it's not good that someone has to go through that. You might be going through that. But what I'm trying to say is that the answers aren't as bad as when you look up an illness and it's just like, oh, genetic, oh, autoimmune, body's attacking itself. And you just, oh, unknown cause, <laughs> you know? So when you, you know, you talk to an expert and you, or you look up insomnia or something, you get, you get like some, something that almost starts making sense. But I'm going to tell you something. The one thing with mystery sleeping disorders that aren't an obvious like, oh my God, I'm worried I'm, I'm ter- terrified, and then you're up half the night, and you get an hour of sleep. I mean, that's an obvious reason. It's an obvious reason. Anxiety is not an obvious reason to some degree, because why do you have anxiety? If it's about worry, then it's back to worry, right? If you don't have worry, and you're just suffering with anxiety, what's causing the anxiety? So sure, anxiety will stop you from sleeping, but what's causing the anxiety? I put this in the thyroid healing book because where it's going now, like today with all the thyroid experts is, oh, it's the thyroid. No, I'm going to package it into the thyroid. And it's a mistake that's happening really fast. I want it to hit, like hit that mistake, nip it in the butt. I want it to knock it off the shelf, hit it off the shelf. You know, like when you're at a carnival. And you got that water gun or something. You're trying to shoot that water gun in that, you know, in the face. And then the balloon is blowing up and then explodes and you win a prize. Or, or you want to, you know, you want to hit that, you want to hit that, uh, take that, <laughs> what is it, the big hammer and hit it on the little thing there and, and send it up the scale and ring the bell. I forgot what those are called. You want to do that, you know, or whatever. You want to just, you want to, you want to kind of get it. And you want to get it early. <laughs> but the bottom line is, and, and with this I do. So I, I, I'm, I really put a really in-depth sleeping, um, sleeping set of chapters, more than just one, a whole bunch of them, in this book. And it's critical that it was there. It's critical. A lot of people with thyroid problems deal with sleeping problems. But... The thyroid problem is just another separate symptom. It's not the cause of a sleeping problem. And that has to be defined. It has to because it's another great mistake developing. So it has to be defined. And and that's what we're doing. Okay. So let's do – let's talk about sleep. Let's go in this. I just want to get that clear. I just want to make sure everybody knows what's going on with that because that's really important. It is really important right there. That is important to know. So – Look, obvious things. You got anxiety, you can't sleep. Okay, anxiety. If you got anxiety because you're worrying, then it's worry. It's not anxiety. It's keeping you from sleeping. It's worry. If you got no worry and anxiety is keeping you asleep, then you got mystery. Mystery, mystery, mystery. Mystery. That's right. Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes mystery stuff works in our favor. You know, like... What is it? That mystery engine oil, that mystery oil back in the old days. People used to put that in, uh, used to put a little bit of that in their car, in their car engine or something. 
was like miracle mystery oil or something like that. It seemed to, it seemed to help or something. You know, sometimes mystery, a mystery meal could be kind of fun as long as you know there's nothing crazy in it. As long as you know there's nothing in there like some crazy creatures in there. But a mystery meal that you know friends could be making you could be kind of fun. Like, ooh, what's it? Ooh, I taste a little ginger. Oh, wait a minute. What's this I'm tasting? Oh, a little oregano? Is that oregano? Is that, is that sage? What is that? What's in this sauce? What's in this, what's in this sauce, this tomato sauce? What's in this pie? Is this, is, is this nutmeg? Sometimes mystery can work, you know, in our favor in these different areas where it's just working. It doesn't work with chronic illness for certain doesn't work with insomnia or sleeping problems. Mystery with sleeping problems can really pee somebody off. (laughs) It can really pee somebody off. I've seen someone who's worried their butt off. They worried their butt off and didn't sleep for weeks properly. They worried their butt off, but they weren't angry or frustrated to a point they knew why they were, weren't sleeping. They were worried about something. So they, they were upset about the worry and what that something was. But that's what their upset was focused on. Right? You know, it's focused on that worry, whatever that is. A concern. You know? A concern of parents up all night because their daughter's at a prom. And they're just, they're up all night. They're just... Waiting, hoping she comes home at midnight, but she, but she ends up coming home at four. Worried about, you know, worried about their son, you know, going, going to college for his first day, off to college. Or their daughter off to college. I mean, you know, I mean, there's a lot of different ways we worry. Worry about what school our child's going to or what's happening. Is it, if a child's getting bullied, I've seen parents stay up all night worried sick about the next day because of what's happening with their child being bullied in school. And, you know, they, they're up all night. They don't get, they don't get sleep. And then the morning comes, they're exhausted, absolutely exhausted. And they're taking their child to school because they can't even trust their child on a bus because of the bullying. And they're trying to design their, you know, redesign their, um, their schedule. I didn't sleep, and they're trying to figure out, honey, are you? What, can you take her to the? Can you take her to school? And and you know, and and they're worried about the bullying, and they're 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 frightened. They're going to get a phone call from school, you know, not from the child, but maybe from administration or something like that. You know, whatever. It's there's there's all kinds of different worry, and we don't sleep from it, but we're worried about some. We're focused on that. You know, we're focused on that. But when you don't know why you're not sleeping, ho, 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 I'm going to tell you right now, oh, boy, does that just really take the cake. And that's why this is important. And that's why I put it in the thyroid healing book. And I'm not going to cover a fraction of what's in the thyroid healing book. I don't want you thinking, oh, I don't have to give the thyroid healing book. He's covering the sleep section here. That's all I got wrong with me. I'll just worry about it. No. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to cover like 
a, a, like 4%, a 3% of the sleep section in the thyroid book. That's all I can do in this time frame. That's all I can do. So, you know, I'm just being straight up on that. I got to be straight up on that. I don't want you being, you know, thrown and then you miss out. You miss out on what can help you, other things that can help you. I'm going to try to cover as much as I can. So, so here's the deal. Well, you don't know what's giving you a sleep problem. And then, okay, that's bad enough as it is, right? But what if you do know what's wrong, but it's wrong? What you know is wrong. So now you're at a different practitioner or something like that, different, you know, whatever. And they're, you know, thyroid expert doctor or something like that. And they're, and so they're thinking it's your thyroid. That's what they're thinking. And okay. So you got an answer. You got an answer. But what if that answer is wrong? What if an answer is wrong? So first of all, you don't have an answer. Say you don't have an answer and you got insomnia and you can't sleep and everything like that. And you don't have an answer and you don't, you weren't worrying. And unless you just started worrying because you can't sleep and that's, we're going to talk about that. That's a whole nother game that happens. That happens a little later when someone doesn't sleep for a while, but you go to the doctor and you, you end up getting an answer. And say the doctor, like I said, is a thyroid expert or whatever. And you say, well, it's your thyroid. That's the whole thing. But, and you're like, okay, well, I have an answer now for my insomnia. I have an answer now for my sleeping problem. So it takes away, it takes away a piece of that because that frustration of not knowing something is really hard. That's what hurts. That's what hurts really bad is not knowing. I've seen people really, really angry and the anger builds up and then the anger, it's a vicious cycle. So now they're angry and now they're not sleeping because they're angry. They're angry. They don't know why they're not sleeping and it gets so frustrating. But say you have an answer and it's your thyroid now, but it's not the answer because it's a wrong answer and you still don't sleep. So it it alleviates to some degree because when you go to bed at night, you're like, okay, now I know what it is. I was told it's my thyroid. I read something also. It's my thyroid. So then you – and then you go to sleep. I mean then you go lay down and you're trying to sleep and you're having sleeping problems still. But at least you're thinking, okay, I know what it is. Well, it's not going to help fix it then in the end because it's not it. A thyroid problem can't stop you from sleeping unless you're worried maybe about a thyroid surgery you have the next morning. That'll stop you from sleeping. Or you're worried about something else. That'll stop you from sleeping. Or you're on too much thyroid medication. That'll stop you from sleeping. Or you're on just too much thyroid medication, not realizing it. But that's not, that's not the thyroid being the problem. That's not the thyroid being the problem. I've seen people lose sleep because of thyroid medication is what I've seen them lose sleep with. And then, you know, and I have seen people get told it's their thyroid when it's not, and they get a little bit of sleep for a little while because it's anecdotal. It's like this. I mean, this, it's like this seems anecdotal. It's like this, you know, this, you got, you got an answer and you actually sleep for a few nights and then you're back to the drawing board or you sleep for a week because you're like, at least you alleviated that frustration finally that you had no answers, but then eventually, or it even lasts a month and then eventually you can't sleep anymore. You're not sleeping anymore, but you're still told it's your thyroid, but now you can't sleep anymore. Now you're really confused. This is why, this is why I had to put this in thyroid healing. I mean, this is one little piece of it. So it's important to know though, really what it could be. And go after those very things. 
what could be causing the insomnia, sleep problems, sleep disturbances, sleep imbalances. We can call it all that. And, and it's good to know so you can go after that target and you can knock that target. One, look, if you know a couple of different targets that could be causing the problem of why you're not sleeping, you can knock them off the shelf. You can knock them off the shelf. You can get them done. You can, you can do that. It's important. So let me just, let me just uh, ask you this. Is, are, you going, are you going through this thing where you can't fall asleep at first? Then you finally nod off after several hours. When you wake up, though, in the morning, you don't feel rested because you just couldn't fall asleep right away. I'm wondering if you've ever had that. How about this one? You fall asleep easily, then wake up in the wee hours, unable to fall back asleep before it's time to get up. I mean, that's never fun. That one's never fun. I got to tell you. Frustration at not being able to doze off again. You know, so you woke up in the wee hours. You fell asleep early. You woke up in the wee hours, but, but that's the difficult one. You know, I mean, that's, that's one all on its own. So then you get a racing mind while the sun starts to rise. And it kicks up even more anxiety. It just starts to create anxiety. That's no fun because it can create anxiety again. And then you start, you, the people never, there's people that never had anxiety ever in their life. They're getting it because they're not sleeping. So they're getting anxiety over not sleeping. You go to a, you go to maybe a, a psychiatrist or a doctor, somebody, different kind of doctor, whatever it is. And they're like, well, no, you just have anxiety. That's what you really have. That's what's really causing it. No, I never had anxiety until I couldn't sleep. And they, they won't believe that, by the way. It's very few that will ever believe that. Um, how about this one? Just like the one I talked about earlier. You fall asleep easily, then wake up during the night. Though in this case, you're able to fall back asleep eventually, but it's in the early morning hours. How about that one? So you fall asleep easily. Like, you know, bam, you fall asleep easy. But then you wake up during the night. But in this situation, you're able to fall back asleep eventually. You know, thank goodness. And in the in and so, you know, but you fall asleep in the early morning hours. Uh, does that happen to you? Has that ever happened to you and somebody you know? How about this one? You're in and out of a miserable sleep all night long. So you're in and out of a, just a crappy sleep. So you're in and out of this miserable sleep all through the night. You're never falling into that solid kind of restful feeling, you know, that restful state. And then, of course, what hits you when you're in that situation, you're always getting the frequency, the, ur- the ur- you know, that frequent urgency to urinate that, that happens too. That can come and go in and out of that. How about that one? Here's another one too. You're up all night and not because you want to be. You're not out having fun. <laughs> you're not out all night partying. You're not falling in love. Falling in love make you stay up all night long. That'll make you stay up all night long. You're falling in love. Forget it. That's why, and you know, on one of the shows, on one of the shows, I I kind of made that little bit of a joke where a lot of people fall in love. They actually come down with mono. Their immune systems are just start getting broken down from all all of those hormones surging. All of those love hormones surging and all the late nights, the late nights, or, you know, you're just on a high, you're on an adrenaline high. It's like the adrenals are flooding 
the, the body nonstop when you're falling in love. And then there's the scared feelings of up and down. Does he feel the same way? Does she feel the same way? Is this going to last? Is it going to end? Is it too good to be true? Oh my God, it's, it's so great. And, and it's just all this and then some. It's making the whole love, like the love wave, be a roller coaster, like a real roller coaster. And then there's old wounds. But my last relationship or one before it, I'm kind of wounded from that. It kind of went like this and then it went south or it went good and then something happened. All these wounds start coming in and you say you're just – your mind is racing 24-7. You barely sleep in and out of it all when you're falling in love. And then, A, you can come down with, yeah, a mono happens all the time or – you just get worn out immune system. You catch a bad cold. You catch a flu. You're coughing up phlegm while you're in love, and you got some bronchitis. I mean, I've seen that out there. I've had people come to me, and and they're like, "Well, yeah, I haven't been sleeping much. I, you know, fell in love, and I feel like my immune system's kind of, it's been kind of rocked. I'm I'm juggling so much right now, and and I caught a cold, and they're like coughing up phlegm as they're talking to you." And, you know, know, exactly, you know, it's no joke. So you're not doing that, but you're up all night. So, okay. So back to this, I took us off course. You're up all night and I'm not saying falling in love is a bad thing because I'm saying all that. All right. So let's go back to this. You're up all night and, you know, and it's not because you want to be, you know, that's the whole point. And when the morning comes, you're completely just gone. You're out of it and you crash at various points of the day. And, and napping sometimes doesn't happen for people who go through this. And then napping, you know, napping could happen. But some people, they don't nap. My God, it's a whole other thing. Um, and then you, you, get to, you get to bed the next night and you start it all over again. You're up all night. And maybe you did nap and then you're up all night the next day. And then there's the – how about this? All throughout the day, you're exhausted. You struggle through your tasks. And all you can think about is getting a chance to lie down and close your eyes. So all you can think about is getting to bed, right? That's all you can think about is getting to bed. So, you know, all through, all through the day, you're exhausted. You struggle through tasks. You just try to get, you just can't wait to go lay down, close your eyes. And when nighttime hits though, you're suddenly you're awake and it's difficult to wind down enough to get even, (laughs) to even get to sleep on time. You know, how about that one? Okay, that's one right there. You know, there's 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 so many of these. It's it's really funny. There's that many of these. Okay, so how about this one? You're able to fall asleep and stay asleep for a full night, only you wake up feeling like you need another eight hours. You know, this can go in two directions. Okay, this can go in two directions. Your love your loved one your loved ones report that you snore, that maybe you snore really loud. And that you stop breathing or have a very shallow, shallow kind of breath all through the night. And, um, and they can even report that you woke yourself up snoring. You know, it could go that way. That, they, that happens a lot to a lot of people. And then you fall asleep immediately so you don't even remember. So you're having this, this, this kind of like this broken sleep all night. And, um, and you know, or, or you ruled all that out. And no matter what, you sleep perfectly and exhaustion persists. No matter how early you go to bed or how late you wake up, you don't feel refreshed after sleep. And how about this is another one. And um, just as you sink into deep sleep, a jerk happens. 
your arm jerks, your neck jerks, your head jerks, your, your, your leg jerks, and it wakes you up again. And then you think that doesn't happen just more than once. It does. And all of a sudden, you're jerking again like boom. It's like you get another kind of jerk and you're up again. And then it happens again. And then it happens again. And then it happens again. How about that one? And sometimes you could bypass it and miraculously, oh, you fall asleep and the, jerk, the jerks didn't wake you up. Or you wake up later on that night or in the evening or, I mean, later on that night or in the morning, early in the morning, early hours of the morning, and you go to go to the bathroom and you go back to sleep and then you you get the jerks again. That happens. I've seen it happen to so many people. And how about this one? You're tired and you're ready to go to sleep, except this weird background sensation keeps you awake. You know, like tinnitus, a buzzing feeling, right? Tinnitus, did I hit a core? Did I hit a nerve right there? Tinnitus, has that ever kept anybody awake? Yeah. Probably, right? You're probably dealing with that. A buzzing feeling or restless leg syndrome. Oh, 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 that's no fun, that one. Or skin problems because you're itching. You know, some kind of psoriasis eczema. That's really hard. Or aches and pains because of rheumatoid arthritis. You know, or in general. So how about that? That's never easy. That's never easy. But these are, these, these are, you know, these are the things that keep us, keep us awake. All this. I mean, that the, these are the different experiences, should I say, that we have. These are the different experiences. And what do they, what do they stem from? It's not the thyroid. None of that stems for the, from the thyroid. None of it. So why is the thyroid being sucked into this? Why is it being lumped into the thyroid? Why is that happening now? Because it's a trend. Remember? Trend. Trendy traps. Trendy traps. So why do we have all these different variations of sleep problems? Why do we? Well, liver issues. That's one. Immense liver heat because the liver is trying to detox because the liver is so overburdened. And so clogged up and it's overburdened from fat, a high fat diet, which is another trend. Okay. That's one reason right there. Liver issues or liver could be inflamed because it's got some kind of viral thing cooking inside. It's got viral issues going on. So that's a problem that happens with the liver, people's livers all the time. And that's a big deal. You could have a viral issue I talk about all on these different shows where, you know, and you can, you can read deeper into the thyroid healing when you see this. But like a, th- like a viral issue, you got an Epstein-Barr inside a liver. It's releasing toxins. If it's releasing dermatoxins, it's causing your skin to itch. If it's releasing neurotoxins, it's causing restless leg syndrome. Just that, that alone can do it. Why, is it. why is there a thyroid problem too with somebody with many cases in that case? Because you know. The thyroid's problem of today is caused by Epstein-Barr because the spirit and I have made that clear. And thyroid healing talks about that in, in serious depth. Another thing could be happening is MSG toxicity, having a buildup of MSG in the brain. That alone can stop somebody from sleeping, give a mystery sleep problem. 
toxic heavy metals in the brain, mercury deposits causing OCD, mercury deposits causing all kinds of problems, mercury deposits causing Tourette's, mercury deposits causing depression, mercury deposits causing anxiety, coupled with a virus called Epstein-Barr feeding off of mercury, which makes depression worse, which makes anxiety worse if the person doesn't have a reason to be depressed or have anxiety and it's mystery depression and mystery anxiety, you've got heavy metals, mercury, and you've got Epstein-Barr virus. You put them together and what do you have? You have anxiety and you have sleep. And if you're not, I mean, you have no sleep, you have anxiety and depression. And if you're not sleeping, anxiety rises more and more. Then, then you're at the psychiatrist and he doesn't really know. He's just going to delve out a whole bunch of drugs because he doesn't know what's going on. He's going to think maybe it's an experience you had when you were, you know, younger or maybe it's some kind of trauma. And that can happen too. Sure, people can have trauma and they can have PTSD. But if they don't have the PTSD and they have the sleep condition, something else could be happening. Here's another reason why all these things happen. Digestive tract issues, unknowingly digestive tract sensitivities, nervous systems, meaning the nerves being attached to every part of the colon, every part of the intestinal tract, those nerves being attached, and then food moving through the colon, moving through the intestinal tract, hitting those sensitive nerves. And when hitting those sensitive nerves, you guys, it wakes you up or keeps you up. It's subtle and sometimes not even noticeable. You won't even feel a gas bubble. Some people have real gastritis. They have gastritis and they have gas pains and they have like feel like ping pong balls are running through their guts. And sure, that can keep you up too. But a mystery insomnia, mystery sleeping problem when you don't know it's a subtle version. You don't even know it. And the food's moving through you and it's touching upon every nerve in the intestinal tract and colon. Are you following me? And, and then, and then that's keeping you awake, but you don't even know why. Cause you're not in pain in the guts. You see? And, um, of course, sleep apnea. What kind of sleep apnea? There could be one where you might be overweight and, you know, and, and be, or you might have sinus problems and there's a postnasal drip that causes sleep apnea. Or you might be overweight and it's putting pressure up the chest, right up to the throat, and it's kind of putting pressure on the throat. So you get the sleep apnea. So that's what does it too. So it's that plus, you know, you don't have to be overweight to have sleep apnea. You have sinus problems all the time. You can be overweight with sinus problems. You can have a lot of mucus in the throat. That causes sleep apnea. Then you can have mystery sleep apnea, neurological, where it's the wires. It's the wires. Wires in the brain. It's the central nervous system. Sending out messages to the vagus nerve and the phrenic nerves and, and sending out messages causing sleep apnea, neurological sleep apnea, which, is, which it really isn't known at all in the medical field, barely, if even. And this, so there's that one, a lot of neurological sleep apnea. So you get liver issues. When the liver issues come, that means the liver is struggling to detox at 3, 4 in the morning. And that accounts for somebody being up at 3, 4 in the morning, not being able to fall asleep again. Or they might be able to fall asleep again. And then there's adrenal issues. How about that one? How about, how about, th- how about th- those apples? Those, are, those apples are no fun. You know, the adrenal issues. 
Adrenal issues can definitely be difficult. All the cortisol, all the epinephrine that people have just gone through all day long, all that epinephrine that they've, they've suffered from all day long from either stress or from work or from some kind of high pace or from some kind of anything, anything that happened and that adrenaline. It's still kind of in the bloodstream, still kind of surging, keeps you up, stops you from going to sleep. And maybe you do fall asleep, but finally at two, and then you're exhausted in the morning and you start it all over again. These are the things. So all those different variations, these are the reasons. You got the adrenal issues being a part of the reason. Absolutely. You got toxic heavy metals. You got MSG. These are all different variations. Somebody could have a little bit of all of this. And that leads me to the next part I'm talking about. No two people have the same sleeping problem. There is no two people on planet Earth that have the identical, they'll have very similar, very similar experiences, even almost seeming identical, but they won't be identical. And how would anyone know if they were identical when people do fall asleep? The only time they can know it's identical is if they don't sleep at all at night, ever, ever. So they don't fall asleep once at all. They go to bed at night. They stay up the whole night. They're up in the morning. If somebody else did that, that's kind of identical. But the difference is still different. It could be from different reasons. Different reasons they did it, which makes it not identical. Which then, once again, brings me back to, aha, no two people have the same sleeping problem the same situation so many variations a medical book couldn't document it if they wanted to first of all medicine would have to change and they would have to understand about mercury and toxic heavy metals in the brain mercury aluminum they would have to understand how it interacts with electrical impulses which they don't we do here but they don't <clears throat> They'd have to understand the ramifications of MSG to the degree that it can cause deposits and stick around. They have to understand liver issues, which they don't. Sorry, research and science doesn't understand. They know how to transplant a liver. They know about liver when it's damaged. They know about when cancer gets in the liver. They know about hepatitis, but they don't even know about hepatitis. They don't have all the facts straight on hepatitis. We're going to do a big show on hepatitis. They got all that wrong, practically. Practically. Not 100%, but most part. And they don't understand the digestive problems because they don't. Medical research, medical science doesn't. The institutions don't, both alternative and conventional, they don't really know all of those, the subtle nuances of digestive problems, what's really happening in the gut, what happens when you eat food. It's still not known. It's still all mystery. So even if they made a catalog or cataloged it and they made it and they realized, first of all, everybody's sleep problem is different. Everybody's anxiety is different. Everybody's anxiety is caused differently. Everybody's depression is different. Everybody's sleeping problem is different. Everybody's worry is different. Every single thing is different. Your sleeping problem may be similar in the way because someone else has a sleeping problem, but the sleeping problems are not the same and can't be the same, which makes you unique, which makes you really, truly signature, which makes you really, true, truly unique in your own special, special way and what's going on with you, which is perfectly fine because guess what? That fits into something interesting that no matter how different you are and no matter how unique you are, something occurs that nobody knows about that's ever known ever that we're going to talk about in a minute. That's unbelievable, incredible, miraculous, 
inspiring. It's amazing. The you know, and and we're going to talk about that now. So here's how it works. So, of course, we can knock out sleep issues. We can learn how to start healing our liver with celery juices. We can learn how to make sure we're eating more fruit in the diet to help heal our liver. We can do heavy metal detoxes and pull out heavy metals. We can get rid of mercury out of our body and sleep again and aluminum out of our body. We can heal digestive issues knowing what we're going after and cleaning up like we talk about on these shows all the time. We can get rid of sleep apnea. We can heal from viruses like Epstein-Barr that create neurotoxins that cause short circuits and make us not sleep. And we can heal adrenals. And we can heal rashes that make us itch. And we can heal so many things. We can heal all of those. And we can sleep. And worry and worry itself. If that's what's keeping you up every night, that can pass because all storms pass and everything changes and nothing stays the same Always remember that and never forget it. And that a worry can pass and it will and you can heal and you can heal from trauma and you can heal from PTSD and you can heal from OCD, from mercury, and you can heal from so many different things. And you can sleep again. But you know what's truly miraculous and amazing and unbelievable and incredible and extraordinary and anything else I can't think of or can think of to describe it is that you have a sleep account that God has given you. And if you don't believe in God and you believe in a creator, then, then the creator gave you. If you don't believe in the creator, then the, you believe in gods with an S, then the gods gave you. And if you don't believe in gods and you believe in a light in the sky, then the light gave you. And if you don't believe in light and you just call it all heaven up there, then the heaven gave you. And <laughs> if you don't, if you don't believe in the universe, if you're not one of those, then you don't have to believe in that too. If you believe in that, then the universe gave this to you. If you don't believe in anything and you don't believe in God, you don't believe in the universe, you don't believe in anything in the light, you don't believe in the good up there, you don't believe in heavens. And if you're one of those that thinks you're just born and you die and that's your belief system, then believe this. You have a special sleep account that's there for you, that was given to you, then by your parents, if that's what you need to believe. If that's what you, by the earth, if that's what you need to believe, by your own existence, if that's what you need to believe. I'm old fashioned. I believe in God. I believe God gave this gift that I'm about to explain the sleep account to you. And that means for every single day, you don't sleep. For every single hour and minute you didn't sleep isn't lost forever. I promise you this. I promise you with everything I have that that you own that lost minute. It's your God-given right to have that lost minute. There's one thing that God has given us when we come here that the angels are responsible for as well. There's one thing that we're owed and it's sleep. 
That means if we miss a year of sleep, if we miss 10 years of sleep, if we miss a minute of sleep because of worry or something happened or because of a virus like Epstein-Barr or because of aches and pains like rheumatoid arthritis because of Epstein-Barr or because of a liver issue, because of an angry liver, because of sleep apnea, because of heavy metals, because of MSG, if you lose a minute of that sleep, if you lose a second of that sleep, it's owed to you. It's owed to you by a law we don't understand and know. And I'm telling you and I'm teaching you that law right now. And that law is the sleep account that's given to you. And it gets put in the sleep account. It gets put. The angels place those missing minutes and those missing hours because of your trials and everything you've been through. And God knows what you're going through. Everything we talk about here. That the medical institution and the medical industries and the alternative and conventional don't even know and then nobody knows. All the different things we're talking about, a reason why you lost sleep, is put into a sleep account. The angels take it. God-given sleep account that it's put into. That means it's owed to you. You will get that back someday and you'll have more sleep than you ever imagined down the road. And if it means 15 years of crappy sleep lost to these very things that you can heal and fix... That sleep is held for you. It's never truly lost. It's a theory, a misguided belief that you can't catch up on your sleep or gain your sleep back. The sleep account exists. It's there. It's in the ether. It's there. It's waiting for you. It's there for you. That means... You got lost sleep sitting in there and you're going to get it back. It's owed to you. And that means if it takes all the way for 20 years to go by while you've had a sleep problem and finally get it, you're going to get that sleep. You might be irritated because you're going to be sleeping a lot and doing some serious catch-up sleep. That sleep account's going to unload and you're going to be using it from that sleep account and you're going to be using it up. And you'll be like, well, I'm missing life. I'm actually sleeping so much now. It's going to be the best thing that's ever happened. So we can do all these things. We can work on pulling metals out. We can do that. We can kill viruses. We talk about that in thyroid healing. I talk about it. But I want to give you a few tips before we go. A few fun tips, okay? Okay. Right? I mean, wouldn't that be fun, right? A few fun tips. I think that would be great. Let's talk about a little bit of food. What do you think about a little bit of food? We can talk about that. How about mangoes? Okay, yeah, you got to get a good mango. You could find one, maybe frozen mango, whatever you can find. But what happens is mango is, is, has a hidden bioavailable magnesium, these little subgroups of magnesium bioavailable. And if you take an L-glutamine capsule, so if you take a supplement called L-glutamine, you take an L-glutamine capsule and you take it while eating a mango, it heightens the magnesium's absorption. This is, this is an incredible thing that happens. Not only does it heighten the absorption, but it also can reduce MSG toxicity. The combination of an L-glutamine capsule with the magnesium that's inside of a mango can help reduce not only MSG, but it can actually get you a better sleep. If you take bananas before bed, if you have a little bit of a banana and you take a 5-HTP, 5-HTP, okay? It's a precursor to tryptophan. If you take the 5-HTP capsule with a banana, okay, the tryptophan is in the banana. It's in the banana. 
But when it's combined with 5-HTP, an absorption of 5-HTP happens differently, and the neurotransmitters get tryptophan like they never did before. That's a secret from spirit. Have I gotten people sleep with these secrets over the years? Yeah, I have. And they've enjoyed their sleep account very much so, thanks to spirit. Not to me, thanks to spirit. Cherries. They got a great source of melatonin, but when you actually take melatonin with cherries, ha ha, voila, it's when the magic happens. Just eat one cherry, drink a thimble of cherry juice, drink an ounce of cherry juice. That's all. Asparagus, really helpful. Asparagus, if you take some GABA, G-A-B-A, GABA, and some magnesium L3 and 8, okay, magnesium L3 and 8, if you take those with some asparagus, you can actually get some sleep event because it helps choline antagonizers that keep us from sleeping that I mentioned earlier out of the body. I'll give you a couple more. I'll give you a couple more. Okay, celery is so high in the mineral salts that carry electrical impulses, meaning that carry electrical impulses. Electrical impulses run on these mineral salts from celery. If you bring that into your life, you will eventually sleep. Because if you take GABA or you take glycine, G-L-Y-C-I-N, or a little bit of magnesium, three and eight, and you take celery, you drink celery juice that same day and you're taking these supplements, it enhances those supplements to work in your favor. See, these are just some of the things. These are just some. These are just some of the options that we have. And you can do, look, sweet potatoes, they provide a critical glucose for neurotransmitter strength. Critical glucose for neurotransmitter strength that enhances glycine, dopamine, GABA. It's incredible. So, I mean, these are just a few things we can do that can really help. I suggest if you're really big into animal protein, which I totally respect and honor, lower it if you have sleeping problems. Give your liver a break. Just reduce it. Don't have it three times a day. Don't have eggs in the morning. Don't have, you know, take the eggs out. If you're doing chicken and that's what you love and that's what you, you know, no one can take your chicken away. Yeah, no, I get it. Just do four ounces of chicken, two ounces of chicken for lunch. Have a bigger salad. Bigger salad with more tomatoes, more cucumbers and things like that in there. Be easy on your liver. That can account for so much of why people don't sleep. It's not even funny. And, you know, and, you know, lower the animal protein. If you're vegan, if you're plant-based or whatever, lower those nuts down. And all the oils, bring them down. Don't have so much of them. Don't have a half a jar of tahini. You have a half a jar of tahini, the liver's still going to get a little bit overburdened because it's a half a jar of tahini. Have just a little bit of tahini in a dressing. Okay? And, you know, there's a lot of different recipes. You know, Life Changing Foods, had a, I got a whole bunch of recipes in there. People say to me, they say, I can't believe your Life Changing Foods book is an actual book. I said, wait a minute, what are you talking about? What did you think? And they said, I thought it was just an addition to your other books where it's just a recipe book like everybody does. I go, no way, I wouldn't do that to you. I wouldn't do that to you. That's a way of getting you to continue buying something. And I understand, I respect that. It's like you do a book and then you do a recipe book to follow. No, 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 this is a book. And they said, I know, it is a book. It has information about fruits and vegetables that you can't find anywhere else, but it's not just that. This person said, Anthony, 
I said this person said it it's a book where you actually have tremendous amounts of healing information and knowledge about how to protect your family. It's an actual book. So you put out another book. You just didn't put out some kind of a re- recipe thing or a recipe follow-up something. You didn't do that. You gave us a book. I go, of course I did. That's what I would do. That's what spirit would want. Each is a book. And thyroid healing has recipes in it too, but it's not just a recipe book to follow up on book one or a thyroid book. No, it's a book. It's a book packed, jammed, packed, and you're not going to be disappointed. I just wanted to tell you that. You're not going to be just disappointed. You're going to be happy. You're going to be happy with this one. And there's a whole sleep department in here that gives you powerhouse of information that I can't scratch in this insomnia sleeping uh, show. There's even a section on why bad dreams are good. I explained a little bit that you know, about that in a previous show, but just why bad dreams are good and how we heal through our bad dreams. And that's in this book too. Keep a light heart. You can heal from your sleeping problems. You can get sleep again. You can do it. Remember, remember, you can heal anything. You got to know sleep. You can sleep again. Keep a light heart. Don't get frustrated when you can't sleep. Keep that frustration down because even if you lay there and you close your eyes and you keep your eyes closed, your body still heals. Guess what? Guess what? You might be tired as hell the next day. You might be so tired because you don't sleep. But I'm going to tell you right now, when you lay there and you keep that frustration down and that anger down because you're not sleeping and you lay there and you just stay, keep peace in your heart and you have your eyes shut in the middle of the night, you still heal. The body physically heals in so many ways. Never underestimate the power of just resting. Keep a light heart, okay? And we'll work on all of this together as we go along. And, you know... Look, Spirit's got your back. I got your back. We're going to do everything we can day in and day out. We're going to get these shows to you. We're going to get this information to you. Someone said to me one day, they said, you know, you just do the radio, the radio show because you get paid for it. I don't get paid for this show. This show's a service. I don't get paid for doing the, this, this, this radio show every single week, year after year. It's, it's a service. I don't get I don't get paid for all the all the preparing all the everything I got to do the time it takes to do these shows and get this information to you. There's no pay in there. There's nothing in there. It's a service. It's a service that Spirit and I are giving to you and delivering to you. Now, I want you to know that because somebody said that to me and it hurt my feelings a little bit. I said, "What are you talking about?" I said, "Where? Well, who? Did where? I'd like to know. What do you mean?" Why? I'm supposed to get paid for this? No, this is a service for you. Listen, I got the gift when I was age four. It came to me. It hasn't left yet. God willing, it stays, even though I kind of would like to be freed from it. (laughs) I'm hoping if I get enough books done for spirit that eventually spirit will say, hey, I'm going to leave now. Why don't you just enjoy the rest of your life? Look, I love you dearly. Take one day at a time. This gift that was given to me wasn't a gift for, for me. I remember when parents said, you're so gifted when I was young. I, I was like, I was, I was elated. And Spirit said, this gift isn't yours. I said, what? Spirit said, this gift isn't yours. This is, this is the people's gift. This is for them. And I said, okay, all right. I love you. I want you to take care. Take one day at a time. 
All right? Be easy on yourself when it comes down to sleeping problems. We beat ourselves up like no tomorrow when we have sleeping problems. You stay lighthearted. I love you, okay? Take care. Blessings. All right. Bye now. See you next show. All right? We'll see you next show.